0: Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 241 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J, and you, of course, are you. Uh, Let's get started right off the bat. I see the OG Army's forming up in the chat box. Glad to see you guys along for the ride. Woot woot, let's do this shit. (coughs) Excuse me. It's Wednesday. That means it's the first show of the week. I've had the last three days off to refine my craft and think of all kinds of things to talk to you guys today. None of that shit happened. (laughs) <laughs> I mostly did nothing for the last three days. And it was glorious. That's not true. I did shit around the house. You know, you know how that always goes. There's always something that needs being done. Um, Jay is fucking smoked out of his gourd. Hey, tenors. Glad to see you. No, no, I'm just being professional and upbeat. And yeah, I'm, I'm smoked off my gourd. That's going to be a recurring theme for the show for the next, pff, I don't know, three months or so. Because uh, unfortunately, uh, yesterday, well, no, to say Wednesday, yeah, day before yesterday, The uh, governor of Michigan decided to extend the COVID uh, lockdown for restaurants, saying they can't have any sit-down eating, just uh, carry out. Uh, We'd already had that restriction for the last three weeks, which means I've been laid off for the last three weeks because they decided they did not need me if they're just doing carry outs, which struck me as kind of odd since I like answer phones and shit. You think I'd be good at that? But no, they have a couple, a manager and a couple of the salaried people uh, doing that. I believe it's a money saving measure the, the, so basically, they're having people that they have to pay regardless uh do that job instead of uh you know having me do it because <laughs> they can't lay them off really their their salary. Uh, i'm sure I'm sure they can. there's ways of doing that, but uh it's easier just to you know play me off. so uh, unfortunately, what that means is that with her adding another twelve days to the lockdown on Monday is the lockdown will not be done until December 20th, which is the last day the country club is open for the season. So we're done. Uh, I'm done for the season. I will not be working anymore. Uh, this early stop, uh, I'm sorry, guys, I feel like I'm bitching. So give me give me just a minute to get out of my system, then we'll move on to more fun and lighthearted things. Uh, so this uh, lockdown, because it happened in this way, in addition to having me lose the money of not working for what's, three weeks plus another 12 days so uh five almost almost six weeks um so i'm losing out on almost six weeks of wages yes i can collect unemployment of it, but there is a limit to that by the way how much you can get every year uh they already sent me a letter saying i'm past that limit uh but they're seeing if i qualify for the covid stuff extension for like another 12 weeks which will get me through until next spring so as long as there's nothing uh going on next spring i should be okay as far as that goes but but unemployment doesn't get you shit and in case you're wondering they're not doing the extra money and haven't been doing that for a while so my employment checks are about 350 dollars a week uh, before taxes so so that's a lot of fun to live on by the way <laughs> but in years past it hadn't been an issue for me because i planned my year out accordingly i knew i had to have so much money in the bank to cover for uh my bills and stuff uh, during the winter when i was on unemployment. not a big deal when you're that's what it's not a big deal when you're working like 10 months of the year and you're off for two months a year uh when you're off for fucking seven months out of the year because of all the cold covid shit that's a way bigger thing you know uh so it's been a lot of trouble dealing with it and i'm doing okay i i'm i took financial uh measures to make sure that i would make it through this winter and not have any issues so um I'm not too concerned about it, but the COVID stuff certainly affected uh, uh, my life uh, a lot financially uh, and my wife as well, since she was in the same situation. Uh, but what are you going to do? You know, lots of people are suffering. Lots of people uh, fucking aren't just laid off for the season and didn't just, you know, only didn't work part of the year. There's plenty of people that basically haven't worked since March because of all this shit. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, I'm doing better than them. So I'm very grateful for that. Uh, speaking of the money thing, that's one of the things that went down this weekend. As I mentioned to you guys, uh, last week, I was looking into the, uh, cashing out my 401k to make sure I made it through this winter. I, and that is what I did. Uh, it was a harder process than it should have been because, uh, things weren't done correctly at my work, uh, at first and then, then, then bad advice from somebody else uh but it's all worked out now and basically because of the covid thing going on and and there's a there's a hardship claim you can make so you don't get to uh that does two things one you can take out your entire uh, 401k instead of just uh the, the the a normal hardship claim will allow you to take out about two-thirds of your uh 401k what you've put in but not what your employees put in and you know it's a, for most people it's like, my employer gives me, matches 50% of what I put in. So, obviously, they have <clears throat> put in about one-third of what I have. Uh, so, uh, when I fa- when I uh, filed the first time, they said, the, you know, just file for the entire thing. I did all that. And they're like, oh, no, you have a type that you can't do that. You can only file for about two-thirds of it. So, okay, let me file for that again. Oh, wait, it turns out you can file for uh, all of it because uh, the COVID stuff, your boss just hadn't filled out a form yet. So he just filled that out. So you should cancel that and do it again. Like, okay, I'm going to do it all again. Oh, yeah, you can't do that one online. We need you to sign something. So. (laughs) So driving to work and user scanning faxes and all that shit. So it it wasn't a ridiculously hard process. It it was harder than it needed to be because people didn't really know how to do it correctly. No, no, that's my fault, but basically it, del- it delayed me getting the money for about a week or maybe two weeks altogether. Uh, so, but the good news is I checked my account today and it is zero. So that means it has been approved and they've most likely sent me a check. So we'll be getting that in a couple of days and that will go right into the bank to pay uh, for bills for this winter and uh, make sure our taxes are paid when that comes up. Because that's always something to be worried about. So <clears throat> And yeah, it does kind of suck. I'm cashing in my 401k, but don't feel too sorry for me. It's not like I had like two or $300,000 in a 401k and I'm cashing in my future. Uh, I'm 47 now and it really it wasn't, it wasn't a ton of money. So it sucks to restart, but I only started it back in, uh, I want to say five or six years ago anyways. So it hadn't had the chance to grow into incredible money. We're talking thousands of dollars, not like tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it'd be nice if I could left it in there but you know what are you gonna do <laughs> anyways so that's what's going on with me, my financial situation uh but that does mean I am gone done for the rest of the season over there at the uh, country club so I don't have to worry about staying on a sleep schedule until next March so uh possibly I'll be able to join you guys on some of those fight companions now or at least when I don't I won't have that as an excuse <laughs> so we'll see how that goes um how about you guys? How you de- How's your day going? Anything interesting happen to you? Uh, you guys see anything any the OG that we should be talking about? Uh, feel free to call in anybody that's listening uh, on anything I'm talking about or anything you want to talk about. Uh, if not, go ahead and type shit into the chat box and I'll try to respond to it. I'm not very good at that, but I'll try. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys ain't got anything to talk about, I'm going to take off my hoodie because it's getting warm in here. Or I don't know, it might just be Tanner over there in the chat box. I know he's lurking. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Much better. I am wearing my passive J t-shirt, uh, that, that awesome dude from the forum, was it, is it 64 F100? Yeah, I think that's his name. Odd name. it's the name of one of his vehicles and I might have the, I might have the year wrong, but he runs a a silk screening company. Uh, and uh, he sent me several different uh, versions of a passive J t-shirts and the one I'm wearing now is uh, one of my favorites. This is the, uh, it's a red passive, uh, red t-shirt with Passage J in yellow and the script is the exact same script as the Hulkamania t-shirt so instead of saying Hulkamania it says Passive J instead it's blatant pagerism <laughs> but I appreciate the t-shirt quite a bit my uh my stepmom actually owns a embroidery and silk screening business oh she actually she dropped the silk screening actually but she runs an owns an embroidery business and uh there's all kinds of custom designs that she can do embroidery. she you, sh- you can bring her any image and she can go have it digitized and, and basically embroidered. When, when I say an embroidery machine, we're not talking about her sitting in front of the machine, running stuff through it. Uh, these are what they call multi-head, multi-station machines, multi-head meaning uh, like when you go up to the machine, uh, there hers are 24 I I think. So uh, there are 24 different rule rolls, rules of thread of thread attached to the machine. And the machine can use any of the 24 rolls at any different time to, uh, do the threading. And when I say multi-station, it's like, there's four of them, I believe on hers together. And if you've never seen embroidering like that, how it works is they put what you have embroidered into a hoop. So, you know, it's just a, a, a two pieces of wood with a, like a, a fitting on one side of it. And you basically squeeze the fabric in between the two pieces of wood or it could be uh, fiberglass or plastic or whatever to hold it taut there the fitting that in the hoop fits onto a fitting on the machine so then all of a sudden that whatever item is is sitting there flat on the machine uh, underneath the uh thread heads and then a computer just runs the uh machine and threads different spots, stuff in different spots on whatever's in the hoop. So, uh, and you've seen this, uh, uh this used a ton, you, even if you're not familiar with the technology, it's very much used for things like varsity jackets. Uh, like imagine like seeing a varsity jacket and it's got like the school mascot, uh, like, uh, you know, embroidered in on the, the, uh, jacket someplace that's computerized embroidery. Someone didn't sit there for like Days and thread in like a bumblebee or or bulldog or whatever your fucking stupid school mascot is. That's a machine that does that. <laughs> and uh, the reason I bring this up is because while she can't sell anything, she's certainly been able to make uh, for Christmas gifts for her friends and family uh, stuff that uh, is copyrighted. You, it's 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 a weird loophole. It's not against the law to use a lot of copyrighted items. It's a law against the law to make money on them. So, like, she it's perfectly legal for her, for example, to use a Red Wings logo to make me, like, a Red Wings jersey, if I was so inclined, which I am not. Um, and there's no uh, legal repercussions from doing that. There'd be severe legal pre- repercussions if she tried to sell me that Red Wings jacket, because, they you know, then there's all kinds of copyrights and trademarks and all that good shit. Um, let's see. We also want to talk about oh you know what since i'm uh, here we go this will be fun <coughs> or or not um since i'm t- always talking about being stuffed up i decided i was going to do something about it so i went out and bought uh, some nasal spray uh actually i didn't go out any place because i don't leave my house <laughs> but i went out to amazon and bought some nasal spray uh i went for the one that would get here the quickest so i, I wasn't too concerned about the uh brand name And I don't know, I might've got the wrong one. I I won't look for one that just said nasal uh, congestion relief, right? This is severe nasal congestion relief. Because I assume that's what we need. Nasal spray just a... I'm not sick or nothing. My nose is just always stuffed up, like all the time. And, you know, you guys and other people, and even my wife has told me that I normally sound kind of stuffed up and nasal, which is not awesome. You don't want to sound like that. So I bought some. And I'm in the process of opening that shit, possibly I should have probably did before the uh, show, but what the hell, you guys aren't going any you guys got a second sit here, let's me open up nasal spray.
1: All right,
0: oh, let's see, I squeeze those, Is that open up Brute Force? No, why doesn't Brute Force ever work on this shit? <laughs> okay, so you're probably supposed to squeeze them, or yeah. you supposed to rotate it. <sighs> Other instructions. I don't want to read instructions on how to open nasal spray. That's embarrassing, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I was actually doing it the right way. I just uh, squeeze and turn, huh? Squeeze and turn, bitches. Doesn't seem to be doing anything. Come on. Normally, I go find an adult at this point to try to. Uh, I got it. Yeah. Nope, I didn't. I broke it. <laughs>
2: Fuck. I think I
0: need an adult to help me with this shit. Yeah, really? I don't know. Let's see. What am I doing wrong here?
2: That's what i uh-huh. well, I guess I'm.
0: Seriously, at this point, I'd be looking for a. An adult normally that's not a, that's not even something that opens oh i got it yeah i'm so proud of myself this <laughs> <laughs> My work it's supposed to i don't see how it sprays oh there we go oh yeah okay all right we're gonna give it a shot <clears throat> i assume you just I, I i guess it helps if you probably kick your head back too right i've never actually done nasal spray i'm a nasal spray novice so here we go. Let's test and see if this is Mucinex Science Max, severe na- nasal congestion relief. Cure clear and cool. Right, here we go, guys. <sighs> oh, I might have used too much. <sighs> Woo Ooh. They got the cool part, right? Oh I don't know if this is helping or not. I probably should have got fucking tissue for this. That's a this is a horrible idea. I gotta have tissue around here someplace, don't I? Oh there we go. Paper towel good enough, right? Well, so far this has not decongested me at all because most of it couldn't get past my decongestion, so it's just kind of pooled up in my nose and it's dripping out now. Um oh. I don't know, I don't know if that was enough to, ooh, enough got through that I can taste it in the back of my throat, so I assume it's doing something, but uh, you gotta give it some time, right? I didn't actually read anything in the instructions on how long it it takes to take effect, so we'll just give it a, we'll we'll just give it a second and see what happens. All right, oh, sorry, it wasn't very exciting, but I figured, you know, it was something to do. Hmm. Oh, that was horrible. People really use that on a regular basis to uh, fix their nasal decong- conge- decongestion. Granted, I might have used a little too much because I wasn't sure if I was using it right. Like, at first, I tried to tip my head back and use it, but it didn't really want to spray like that. So I did it like, you know, uh, normal. Uh, and ah, I don't know. That's bullshit. I feel like I wasted my money. You guys <laughs> okay, so have, have, you guys ever did that before? Uh bought like remedies that you know was supposed to help you with your shit and didn't do shit at all um ah uh castle thinks i may have snorted the wrong thing and the show is over forever no it does sound like him that i just came home from a coke party though doesn't it (laughs) i didn't do a lot of coke when i was younger but i did it occasionally here and there it was very nice I, i had no issues with coke at all um Like many drugs, uh, I I was a big fan of it. I just couldn't afford it. (laughs) So, uh, but every once in a while, I'd have a friend who who had it uh, and once or twice the the opportunity came up for me to buy a little bit, uh, you know, and when I say buy a little bit, like a gram or something, I think the most I ever bought was like eight ball, you know, I felt, I felt like the fucking man that night. I'm like, yeah, I got a whole fucking eight ball. (laughs) Yeah. But no, normally it was just a little line here and there. If a buddy had it or something. Um, I know she probably wouldn't be happy to hear that about me, Tanner. <laughs> I often forget that your mom is listening. <laughs> but it's the truth, and you know, uh, I never committed any crimes besides the obvious one. Uh, it's not like I was, you know, robbing liquor stores to uh, feed my habit. It's just something I tried when I was younger. When I was younger, I was very adventurous. So um, I think I probably, looking back at it, I if you were like a psychiatrist or something that's probably looking for something and drugs were a thing to try while you were looking for something uh they were also big for also big on the entire acceptance thing uh growing up it wasn't until the burnouts accepted me that i ever, ever really felt like i had a uh peer group so uh and high school is not where you should start feeling like that um most people get that way before that i you know, wonder kids hanging out with the other kids or you know when they hit middle school and start doing sports and things like that i didn't have any friends back then like that <clears throat> that's not well that's not entirely true i had uh, throughout my life normally one friend uh but, but these are friends in the regard that yeah like one of them stopped hanging out with me once we hit high school because <laughs> <laughs> you he, he decided he was too cool for that um and one, and then one of them that stopped hanging out with me once he hit college, <laughs> he decided he was too cool for that. But, uh, once in my sophomore year in high school, I discovered, uh, the burnout group or rather they discovered me and burnouts very rarely, um, reject anybody who wants to be part of their group <laughs> and, uh, how they will fuck with people that are not part of the group uh, all the time. But if you're, if you want to be part of the group, it's pretty easy to get accepted by the burnouts, at least back then. So,
1: wow. Hmm. <sighs>
0: Hmm. man i wish i sounded like that just to for doing something cool like i used to eat like the world's hottest pepper or something but no no i just did some really strong needle spray so it's got me all fucked up (laughs) that sounds stupid but anyways yeah so um back then there was a i try all kinds of stuff i have told you guys before i'm just really lucky that meth wasn't around uh in my area at my age obviously meth was around in the and I'm talking about like the late 80s and early 90s at this point, my young formative years. Um, but I was just lucky that, you know, a lot of things just wasn't available, available to me on a regular basis. Because, you know, meth, unlike a lot of these other drugs, is cheap as fuck. It's, you know, really easy to buy meth. You know, it, meth's, meth would be a great drug if it didn't fuck you up physically so bad. Because <laughs> yeah. it's cheap and pretty easy to find from now, from what I understand. And it, and it lasts a long time. You'll do relatively little amount and have it last ridiculously long time, uh, from my I understand, like days and shit, um, which is too long. I, I couldn't imagine wanting to be fucked up like that for like several days, can't sleep and all that good stuff. There's been many a time when I took a hit of acid, and by the end of it, I was ready for it to be done like two or three hours before that. Uh, acid, on the other hand, especially if you take larger doses, can last like eight to 12 hours uh, on, on a good one. And it's hard to be, you know, unless you're just having an awesome time, like if you just took acid because you're bored or some shit like that, not because you're on a trip or a whole bunch of buddies and, or, or, or things like that. I can attest to you, even if you don't have a bad trip per se, if you're having a trip that you're just because you took the acid because you were bored and sitting around now you're all fucked up and bored and sitting around and for the most part you'll probably be ready to go to sleep and be done with it way before you actually are able to go to sleep and be done with it i can remember a couple of times just sit around bored and taking acid by myself you know take it at like six or seven o'clock at night and by two or three in the morning i'm ready to go to bed really i mean the awesome awesome high of the um uh, acid is wore off so you're still fucked up from the acid but you're you know you're coming down off of it uh and it could be a, another two to six hours before you're actually going to get to go to bed, depending on how strong it is and, you know, your body type and all that good stuff. So <laughs> that was another reason I stopped taking acid. Um, it's it's a time commitment. Uh, it, not just the uh, taking the acid itself, which, as I mentioned, can last six to 12 hours, depending on, you know, what kind you get and how strong it is. But for me, anyways, I felt like shit the next day afterwards. Um I certainly wouldn't want to get up and have a normal day after the next day. The day after that, it was normally fine. But the it, it was like having, it was worse than a hangover in some regards. In some, in some ways, it was better. Uh, but you weren't normally nauseous. But I just fucking ached the entire day. It felt like I got the shit beat out of me. And just had no interest in participating in life for about 12 hours. Um, So I couldn't imagine taking acid right now. Well, I could right now because I don't got nothing to do for a while. But still. Yeah, you know, that, that's what stopped me for doing it on normal day-to-day life. Because fucking, that's a, too much of a time commitment uh, for me anymore. <clears throat> how about you guys? Were you guys ever big into drugs or, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I was big into drugs, barely, just mostly weed. But were you guys ever into any kind of drug serious and you gave it up? Uh, what was your reason? Uh, how did you go about quitting? For me, for a lot of the things I'm talking about, I didn't quite go about quitting. I just basically st- stopped hanging out with the type of people that did that. So, like, if I wanted to do acid right now, I would be hard-pressed to find some. <laughs> you know, I have—I sh- I suppose I could start asking around to my, you know, my friends and shit. But like, I don't—I don't have an acid guy anymore. I don't have a mushrooms guy anymore. Uh, I don't have a weed guy anymore because fucking, <laughs> it's legal and you can literally just call people up on the phone and ask them to bring it over to your house. Uh, so that part's never uh, been an issue. Uh, tenorist said, hey, you ever take a hit, wait, nothing happens, take another, wait, nothing happens, and it finally starts to kick in after five hits? Uh, are you t- if you're talking about weed, yeah, that can happen. It's not automatic. Uh, and depending on how big you are, uh, it might take a little while for it to uh, really kick in. So if you're just passing a joint back and forth, I can see three or four hits no problem before you start to feel something. Oh, acid. (laughs) No, no, I've, no, I've never did that. I've done five hits before. I think that's about the most I ever did, but I did them all at once. And I was aware it was going to be a fucked up time. And it was a fucked up time. I don't recommend that many. We, we had built, we kind of built up a resistance over that year or two. That was with my uh, guy. I knew I told you that we all basically just sold ridiculous amounts of acid and had like large amounts all the time and bottles of liquid acid and shit. Um, I've, uh, so I, I believe I did five hits at that point, but my resistance was up pretty high. I don't recommend anybody taking five hits like that, to, especially not taking one and another one and another one and another one, unless they're really weak hits, which, which happens sometimes. But seriously speaking, you know, when, if you're taking acid, you should wait at least an hour, uh, before you decide you're going to take more. Uh, it's kind of like edibles like that. Edibles are, uh, another thing where you really want to wait, Uh, because you hear about people eating edibles all the time and go oh i didn't do anything let me eat the other half of that brownie well in the first place it was a 500 fucking milligram brownie uh you're a lightweight this is you said this is like the third time you ever had edibles and the last time was back in the 80s so they probably even did that shit right so and you bought a 500 milligram brownie so you ate the first off just the half that you ate is way more than you should have (laughs) ate (laughs) <laughs> I mean, unless, unless you just drench yourself in THC, uh, a, 500 mil, a 250 milligram uh, uh, edible is a pretty fucking strong ed- edible. <laughs> and uh, n- not to mention the fact that edibles also are processed by your body differently and um, they're met- metabolized differently. So you will get a different kind of buzz. So even if you are a veteran pot smoker, you should not like wade into edibles uh, fearlessly. By thinking yeah i've got a really high resistance it won't fuck me up yeah no yeah it, I, it will uh you, it won't fuck you up as much as like you know a newbie that doesn't smoke at all but it, that's not protection from edibles not fucking you up <laughs> uh and i've eaten large amounts of edibles uh i i am one of the people i believe uh that certain people do not metabolize uh edibles like everyone else does and I think I might be one of those people because I've eaten a large amount of edibles and it got me high, but I didn't experience any of the stuff that they talk about. They say because of how your liver metabolizes that you'll actually have almost uh, like a, uh, it's almost like a hallucinogenic almost. It's, but they say it's a distinctly different buzz than uh, than smoking it. And while I get high off of it, uh, fuck, I did 700 milligrams once. And I got super high off of it, but it didn't feel like a different high than um, when I smoked it substantially. So I I feel like I didn't get anything special. Joe Rogan talked about that all the time. Joe Rogan's actually the reason I went out and seeked out edibles for the first time. Because uh, before that, I wasn't much interested in them just because I wasn't much interested in in them. I was was happy smoking. And edibles are not cheap compared to uh, some other methods of getting your THC. So um, I ignored them until I saw Joe Rogan speak about it several times about the fact that it's metabolized differently and all that good shit so I I figured I'd give it a shot and I went over went with like a six month thing where I was trying all the different edibles and shit I tried like different drinks I had brownies I had gummy bears of different sorts uh kind of like fake uh candy bar stuff like something that was kind of like a Twix bar um all kinds of different methods when I did the 700 milligrams, I, I got crazy with it, and I bought uh, uh, THC infused peanut butter and THC infused honey, and made peanut butter and honey sandwiches. And I figured it out by how much you know was in each container, and you know how much was uh, how much I used, and I figured that I made about a 700 milligram sandwich, and it got me high as fuck, but it also didn't you know like blow my mind or i didn't see anything crazy it didn't it didn't lay me out on the fucking floor and i was kind of disappointed in it i'm like that was a fucking lot of money too yeah uh, edibles, edibles have gotten a lot less expensive since then but still you know that's it, it didn't seem worth it to me <sighs> oh, let's see oh, what are you guys talking about now um oh you guys are talking about mushrooms yeah Oh uh, the blasters said he yeah, had that shit that happened at mushrooms. They thought they were whack and didn't work. And they kicked in while you were driving home. I had to pull over a few times because the trees on the side of the road were bending toward my car. Uh you know what? I had something like that happen to me before. It was a very embarrassing episode. Um I uh It's a long time so I'm I'm trying to remember the um circumstances. I was Living with my dad and my stepmom, I just moved in a little while ago. This this is right after the homeless thing. Uh, So I went from being homeless to living with them. They lived uh, about an hour drive away from where I had originally lived. So a couple weeks or a month after I've been there, I borrowed their car because mine uh, wasn't working very well. I think that's why. No, no, you know, they made me get rid of it because it's a piece of shit sitting in front of their house. And they said I could use their car until I find something that was safe on the road. Um, so I went down there and visited some friends of mine and I smoked a joint with them. And I can't remember the exact circumstances, but the paper was treated with something. You know, and they were like, oh, it's like liquid acid. And I don't think it was acid, although it did have some of the effects on it. Uh, I don't know exactly because I am i was high out of my fucking mind. And on the way home, uh, it started raining and got dark and i had like a really weird trippy experience like you know driving down the highway it felt like one point that the highway was curving like onto the wall and shit you know and it was i was all felt like i was all sideways and i I couldn't see shit i could barely see everyone in front of me because of the rain and uh, i ended up overshooting my uh, exit and not noticing it and then, then i just realized i didn't recognize anything about where i was and i couldn't remember the name of the uh uh, not the name the number of the exit i did not know what the name of the exit after my one i missed was so i didn't know how far away you know it was a shitty experience uh, luckily for me it turns out i noticed right away uh, and got off on the very next exit i didn't know it was the very next exit and i wasn't familiar with the area at the time because i lived an hour drive away i knew how to get to my dad's house but once i lost got myself off of that route i had no clue where the fuck i was going yeah remember this is back in like you know um probably 91 there was no fucking you know cell phones and map quest and google maps and all that good shit uh i didn't have a a map in my glove compartment of michigan so i was pretty much fucked so you know uh what i did was i i got off the highway and drove around until i saw a um um fucking payphone <laughs> yeah it's been so long since i used one i had to ref- i had to remember what it was fucking called and I called them and said, uh, you know, it was a weird call because I was like, you know, uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't be too upset about me being high. They'd be upset about me being so fucking high that I can't see straight and driving their car, uh, if I remember correctly. But uh, I, it's not like I got in trouble. But I had to call them up and tell them I was lost. I didn't know how to get to their house, <laughs> and no, I don't know what the name of the street I'm on is. <laughs> So uh, I don't remember how I resolved it. I, I don't know if uh, I hung up and walked up up and down the street until I saw a street sign or something. But eventually, they figured out how to find me and came and picked me up. Um, you know, my uh, you know, with my stepdad uh, with my dad driving while I was driving back home and me riding for my stepmom and in, in the other car because uh, I was way too fucked up to drive. And to this day, I don't know why. I've never had an episode of like like that with just smoking pot. Uh, so I assume there's something up with it. I don't, I don't really believe that they said that the, that the, uh, joint paper was treated with acid that, that seems kind of improbable. Uh, but it was certainly a weird experience for me that I would, I would never want to repeat. Uh, and it felt like very acid trippy later on when I had more, with more experience with acid, I was like, uh, eh, maybe, I don't know. I should ask them. I know, I still know those people. I don't know if they remember that experience. Um, Uh, Very roughneck people, but they were good at heart. They helped me out uh, as much as they can when I was uh, homeless quite a bit. Um, I hung out with them whenever I could. I wasn't allowed to sleep there, but uh, a couple few times they said it was okay to park my car in the um, driveway so I didn't have to try to find someplace to park the car. The... uh, their mom was a hell of a person, but, uh, she was like, yeah, yeah. She goes, I no." She goes, no, I can't do it. <laughs> she goes, you yeah, know, I, I need, she goes, if nothing else you don't want, I, if you're living with me, you wouldn't be encouraged to go out and take care of things. She goes, there's, it's a small house. There's no really no room. In and if I, if I, if I, if I, if I let you do it, next thing I know, I'd have like th- three or four kids sleeping on my uh, couch. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Wolf Castle just threw out cigarettes or beyond stupid. Yeah, you know, and I hate to be judgmental because I smoked. I smoked for um, eighteen years. I think it was eighteen years. I started when I was like fourteen or thirteen or fifteen, somewhere around there. So, um, and I quit back in two thousand six. So you do you do the math. I don't know, uh, but about about eighteen years, I want to think. And yeah, uh, I so as I mentioned, I don't want to be judgmental, but I am amazed when i see someone smoking today i'm like really dude i'm like goddamn dude you you know and if i see someone under the age of 30 smoking i'm just boggled (laughs) under that age it's like why would you do that do you 100 no i mean obviously back in like fucking 80 something when i first started smoking i knew cigarettes were bad for me but i didn't care for one thing and two it it wasn't the big press that it is now um so many people smoked that it didn't seem like it was a, a big deal um so i don't have the excuse of saying oh i didn't know cigarettes were bad for me like they kind of did in like the 40s and 50s uh when they did very little research on that but uh, i also wasn't at the level now where most people look at you like you just shit on their kids if you light up a cigarette <laughs> um it was very much the, the accepted norm and more people I knew more people that smoked cigarettes than didn't smoke cigarettes when I start when by the time I was eighteen obviously when I started smoking at fourteen or fifteen uh, uh not everyone I knew were smoking cigarettes but by 18 pretty much 75 to people seventy five percent of people I knew smoked um, so it didn't seem like the big deal that it is now now when I see someone smoking it's like dude it's such a negative looked upon thing why would you fucking bother to do that now it's amazing uh you know uh how did you get hooked on that (laughs) i mean there's no peer pressure there's no peer pressure to smoke you wouldn't think i mean i mean i know i'm not in high school and there's probably always certain groups uh around even if they're a lot smaller than i was but um to pick up a, a habit that the vast majority of your peers are going to look down upon poorly, um, I can see not even quitting one because you don't give a shit what your peers think. But picking it up in the first place just seems like such a strange thing. Give me a I gotta drink a some water. Well, you know, it's been a couple few minutes, and. I have to say that my nose feels uh, very uh, much unclogged. That's a good thing. Let's see. Uh, I mean, it's still a little clogged, but it's much better. It also burns like a motherfucker though. Uh, I believe I use way too much and the back of my throat feels all shocky. and mm, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think it works a little bit, but I still don't have hundred percent congestion free nose. I do not want to use any more of it to try to achieve that. So we will cause that a uh, call that a partial success. And we will also call something, excuse me yes uh we will also call that something that we should be doing at least a half hour to an hour before the show so that you guys don't have to listen to this process by the by the end of the show i might sound fantastic or i might have a hole burned in the back of my throat as it starts to burn more and more as i speak (laughs) oh well okay why don't we go ahead and go over to the og and see what they're talking about since uh i'm clearly boring you guys all right. Is REM the best American band not from the 60s? No. All right. Next question. Uh, no, no. No. No, no. We don't want to talk about that. Home invasion movies for the holidays. Isn't there only like two? <laughs> Uh, you know, they're they're not talking about very much by the over here. It's a lot of politics and a couple of video game things. Um, someone, uh, nope, not going to do a pound cakes thread. That's fuck. now. I don't like that, dude. (laughs) Almost no one knows what I'm talking about, but you guys do. If you know, you know, okay. There's nothing to talk about in the fucking OG either. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, we could talk about MMA. That's always something to talk about, right? Uh, apparently, you guys fucking suck at MMA fantasy uh, picking, though. Suck my balls. <laughs> okay, now that we got that out of the way, uh, I did well for the first events of the season. We're not going to bother to do the MMA Playground anymore. I actually did one, but I... Uh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's going on, Sly? Hello, buddy. Hello? Hey, how you doing, boss?
1: I'll bite on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I picked more fights right than you did.
0: I thought. Well, I believe I won, didn't I? Not.
1: Oh, uh, you're decimating everybody because <laughs> all the ones you did pick, you had the round and the finish right. Yeah,
0: yeah that 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 makes it a lot harder, man. I'm not sure if I like to have it weighed that heavy. I would like to, despite the fact that it favored me on this uh, particular uh, event. I would like to see. Uh, the points average a little more toward who, picking the right person correctly. Because I think that's more important than picking the uh, uh, round and how they do it, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, probably. Like maybe 10 for picking it right and five for the finish, five for the round.
0: There you go. Yeah. I, yeah. I,
1: would, I would still be behind you, but, you know, just not 30 points behind you.
0: <laughs> it's a very harsh games setup uh, setup it doesn't take much to fuck it up. look me I went from second to fourth just like really fucked up last event pretty bad yeah you know? it doesn't it's, it all, it's too- all right
1: Jay I'm trying to lose anyway I hope I don't win because I didn't want to play this season
2: but uh, I wasn't
1: going to be a bitch and you know take my title and go do nothing with it yeah. <laughs>
0: sure 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 it's, it doesn't take much time you know uh <laughs> it, takes, it takes 10 minutes on a saturday during the day and you know when you're done with it so um i'm glad it's i mean glad it's not more complex anyways for the uh fantasy football and fantasy baseball and fantasy basketball a lot of fantasy football i can handle because it's not super complex i try playing fantasy baseball once fucking dude i lasted like three weeks say, fuck that dude shit going on every day you have to keep track of.
1: Yeah, I don't got that kind of time. One of us sounds like shit. It's either my connection or yours. All I'm right. going to go with it's probably mine because I'm like a little bit out of town at the moment, driving.
0: <laughs> what do you guys in the chat box say? Am I sounding okay or is uh, or is the uh, fucking fly right? And I sound like shit.
1: Who, who's in the chat box?
0: Oh, Tanner's up in there the blast, uh, Wolf, Wolf, castles here. Jay is breaking up. I'm breaking up. Oh my God. It says, uh, that's not good at all. Well, apparently it's me. Uh, I'm looking at my screen here. It says that my signal is excellent. It doesn't say there's any issues. So I don't know.
1: What yeah. Last, last, night was a Jay. It was a Jay tribute appreciation evening. You brought, <laughs> no one probably bothered to tell you, did they?
0: No, I had no to what was going on. What happened?
1: Oh. Um, Wolf Castle impromptu starts a podcast and calls it the No J J Show, <laughs>
2: really?
1: and a, a surprising amount of people joined that. So we we talked really good about you and and all made digs. So <laughs> it was just a normal day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what I want to hear the show or not. Yeah, <laughs> oh,
1: it was fine. Your fan might have got brought up once or twice. So that was that's all.
0: Just once or twice. Okay, I, I guess I can live with that. <laughs> uh, shit. Speaking of living with things, I'm going to have to not live with my wife for a little while. As I mentioned on the OG earlier, uh, since we're going to be okay financially for the winter, my wife is going to go visit her parents in Florida, which I'm not. <laughs> Do you think that's weird, Sly? I have no desire to go to Florida. I don't really know her parents. Um be honest with her. Honest with you. I've I've met them once. I we I drove down with her to Florida about three or four or five years ago or some shit like that.
1: And uh, uh, a sh- a short visit. I would think you should probably bite the bullet and do it. But if it's going to be a long term thing, I can I can really see your point. Uh, two weeks.
0: So yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not interested in all that. Uh, <clears throat> and I, like I said, I've met them before. Part of the issue is my wife has told me many stories about her mom growing up. Because of this, I don't like her mom. <laughs> I've been, I can be civil with her when I when I interact with her, but I don't know living here, living in her house for two weeks with her. I'm not uh, that, would, that would be a chore ask, for someone that I actively dislike. I can't help it. She's told me so, so many horror horror stories about her childhood and shit that you know I fucking hate her mom. <laughs> so yeah, uh, her dad. Her dad, I do not do not hate. It's her stepdad, but he raised her, so yeah, she feels like it's her dad. We know her actual dad, but it's a different story. Uh, her, So her dad, stepdad down in Florida, seems like an okay guy. The issue I have with him is he is really horribly bad at hearing. He's pretty much completely deaf, and he refuses to put in a, a uh, hearing aid. So I have trouble having a conversation with a guy that doesn't care enough to hear what you're saying to put in his hearing aid. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. So basically he doesn't give a shit what I have to say. So it, 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 it makes it a point where I have no desire to fucking go down there with them. Um, uh, then, of course, you add in the fact that we have dogs, and I don't want uh, to leave our dogs. We'll, uh, we'll check them out. Them. So I don't want to do that.
2: Hi, everybody. It's me. It's Homeboy Rogers. And, wow, slide dog, you're huge. I had no idea. You're the Persian rock. <laughs> yes. Don't yeah, jump yeah. off the call. Don't get scared and jump off the call like you do every time a fucking character pops up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be that. Kind of yeah, yeah, I've met Fly before. He's good.
2: And everybody, I'm Mexican, I'm not white, so I don't know where you're getting misappropriating white people. I'm not impersonating a white person, no. I'm Homeboy Rogers.
0: (laughs) What are you doing today, Homeboy Rogers? How do I sound? uh, I'm
2: sorry about that. I'm on my Fisher-Price phone.
0: And you know what? That's what, oh, I asked. what the hell happened? <laughs> you sound you sound fine to me. I asked you how I sound to you, sir.
2: You sound like you're going in and out, in and out, like a bank robbery, sir.
0: I'm I like don't know what you're doing. I don't know. But apparently, in my signal sounds like great yeah. today.
2: Just oh. like uh, when, just like when Tupac said it on "All Eyes on Me." I'm in and out just like a robbery. I'll probably be a freaking let you get on top of me. Gonna rock the knees.
0: Oh, really? That's a that's a thing, huh? <laughs> yeah. OK, I'm getting hot, so I'm going to take off my shoes. Uh, so how you been, Homeboy Rogers? Uh, how's your neighborhood? It's great. The birdies are
2: chirping. I walk my dog and i saw the hummingbird sucking on that red juice i just stand there and watch that for about 10 minutes wow isn't that a beautiful sight uh, passive j what's in that red juice
0: <laughs> what's that it red looks juice good. I yeah it's called, i want to
2: crack it open and nectar. drink it
0: <laughs> no, no, no 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 it's called nectar it's uh you're speaking mm. of what they're what the bees birds and bees are drinking from the flowers correct
2: No, it's a hummingbird, and they always have a red juice for them, and it looks delicious.
0: It is delicious. It's sugar water. You can make that yourself. Okay, here's what you got to do, Mr. Homeboy Rogers. You want to go home, get a big glass... And what you do is you go get some sugar from the cabinet, ask your mom first, and then you take like you know a couple of tablespoons of sugar and you mix it in the water, okay. and then you go and then you go put it in the bird feeder. So that water, what you see there is actually clear. <laughs> it's red glass that's making it look red. So, but it's just plain sugar water, uh, and you know hummingbirds find it delicious. And you can have it too as a treat, but not too much. Oh,
2: you're a real know-it-all, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I certainly am. So, so here, rubber kid, you got to get permission from your uh, from your parents first, and then go ahead and mix that up, and, you know, go out and put it in your bird feeder, have some of yourself, uh, you know, but... Uh, as I you know, really, much you know I him. don't
2: curse. I'm rated G,
0: but I'm about to call you something real bad. What? <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out, Mr. Homeboy Rogers. Uh, you know, what else do you think the kids want to know about? Well, Christmas is coming up. And when I was a kid,
2: I wanted Kenner Star Wars toys. What is the what is the hot toy now? Is it Teddy Bruntspin?
0: <laughs> I kind of doubt it. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm an adult, so it's hard to get the mind of kids. But uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, as a is kid, it uh, today, as a today's kid, how, how could they be in, interested in anything besides video games, really? i mean imagine like a 10 year old uh like why the fuck would a kid like want a gi joe or or you know fucking anything or anything like that or a teddy ruxpin for god's sakes or any of the cool even what i would consider cool kids toys like a, like a transformers or shit like that you know um listen when i was growing up that's the kind kid, of stuff we wanted you can get uh-huh.
2: if you're a kid you can get any toy you want but if you get a furby i'm gonna have to slap that out of your hand. <laughs>
0: Dude, I, unless I accidentally threw them away, I have two Burbies. My uh, dad gave them to me years and years and years ago. He bought them when they came out just because he thought they might be worth something. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but seriously, I mean, what could a kid want besides video games at the age of ten? I, I, there's very very few things I think I can think of that's more entertaining than that.
2: Apparently if you're a six foot nine kid, ask for a Furby because you know what? <laughs> this guy-
0: well, you know you know kids uh, from Rogers. I mean yeah that's your that's your shtick. Uh what do kids want my seriously sh- for for toys? That's you know? my shticklach. <laughs> <Once laughs> if I had,
2: that's my shticklach. But I'll say this I, if I had kids again. I would give them puppets, and I would give them um, sea monkeys, and I would give them a slinky. I would give them all the wholesome toys they wanted.
0: I think your kids would fucking hate you. <laughs> I mean, they would want they want they want an iPhone, and they want no. like a, a PS Five, and that's all they want. They don't want anything else.
2: A yo-yo, really I'd give them a yo-yo. Hell, a yo-yo. I'd even give them a slip and slide, slip and slide.
0: Yeah, that a little bit, but probably not that much. um But no, no, mm. they don't want any of that shit. They just want video games, and you know, and and that's it. Really, it's sad. That's not so, sad. That makes sense so to no me. Teddy uh, Ruxpin, fuck <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. I remember uh, my my cousin uh, had one of those. And, so we throw Black Sabbath uh, tapes into it and watch it thing uh, <laughs> My little cousin is like that, so...
2: That's awesome. Did it sound yeah. like um, that one guy that calls in?
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Din yeah,
2: exactly what it. Yeah, and his mouth,
0: I, his mouth was moving. With it. Yeah, it was pretty cool, actually. Our cousin was there. Where is that guy? I don't know. Yeah, you know. A lot of people don't call in anymore like they used to. Um, the entire uh, Kevin Barber stick was awesome, but I haven't seen him on the OG website in a while either, so I think you know, people claim he's a manic depressive and maybe that's true. Maybe he's in one of his depressive things right now, so he's not posting <laughs> anymore or anything like that. Uh, Plus, he's looking to get into some therapy, so maybe he's working on that instead. I don't know. Or, or I kind of feel like but, maybe he uh, got mad at the show. I feel I feel like maybe he thought we were making fun of him or something, and that's why he didn't call listen in Listen,
2: Kevin Barber, this is Homeboy Rogers. Please come back. I enjoyed everything you did and all the little shtick that you did. All that <laughs> bullshit. I mean, BS.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, he grew on me quite a bit, and I, I honestly hope he doesn't think we were trying to make fun of him here, because I don't know about you guys, but I certainly was not my intention. I, I enjoyed it whenever he called; it, it was a good time. So, I don't know where I don't know where you're at there, barbers. But I wish you nothing but the best.
2: What about that guy Popeye? Where's he been?
0: Oh, uh, you know, I haven't seen him in a while. Well, uh, and you know, he's not the first person to um. Do impersonations on our show that we haven't seen in a while. Back when we first started, we had a gentleman calling in for a while that was doing Morgan Freeman and uh God, he was doing someone else, but Morgan Freeman, I think, was my favorite one. Uh God, Is who else did he Robert do, guys Robert Thompson? No, I don't know. I think he did a macho man as well. Um, plus a couple other ones. He was he had like three or four pretty good ones and he he called in for a while and just stopped calling. Uh, I'm Facebook friends with him, and every time I talk to him, I'm, you know, he says, "Yeah, you know, oh yeah, dude, yeah, I'd love to do it. I just haven't had time lately. So I guess he got busy in life." Uh, we had a lot of people that used to call in during the first COVID shutdown when it was like nationwide, because um, mm-hmm. we had tons of people that just had nothing to do. But now that uh, life has got back to semi-normal for most of the world, people aren't able to, you know, call in and fuck around like they were earlier. That's but awesome. I miss them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I daydream right there for a second. You know what? My wife has been telling me this a lot that I get. I get very monotone sometimes when I'm speaking. So, Which uh, I think I might have heard before, so I, I have to work on that. I, I, I think I tend to go into kind of like lecture mode, and I forget that I'm actually talking to people, and I just actually just spew out information instead. And uh, she's not a big fan of it. She, sta- mm-hmm. she starts ignoring me really quick.
2: Yeah. You sound like Gangstar Guru from Gangstar with the monotone style.
0: <laughs> Speaking of how I sound, I, I will uh, report that, despite the fact that my uh, nose is unpleasantly cool and the back of my throat hurts, my nostrils oh, no. are completely clear and I'm and I'm breathing just fine. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens here in about fifteen minutes when I take my other medication that tends to make my uh, mind nostrils clog up it says right in the side effects and it can can cause congestion from one of the medications i'm on
2: i love the bit where you do the
0: you sound like (laughs) a like a (laughs) bloodhound well in in case you ever seen a picture of me uh i'm a large person i'm six seven and i have a large head probably a larger head than I should for my side for my body and I have a large nose for my <laughs> eyes of my head to give you any indication that means I've got a big motherfucking nose <laughs> so uh, I imagine it does make a lot of noise by using it. Uh, although right now it should be no, pretty going,
2: good it was like you're sniffing for for, for rabbits or something you're like
0: that was, basic, that was basically that was basically the the heart I was trying to breathe through my nose and that's the only sound that came out it's like i could barely get any any air air but it's so clogged up now much better see That's great I, I think i'm a big i think i'm a big fan of this nasal decongestion that'll be fun to get hooked on but they would never ever and get hanged on nasal decongestion just
2: get some vix get some vix vapor rub and stick it up your nose holes
0: no oh god that as much as this feels like it burns that'd be way worse that's ridiculous i don't want to do that at all it's a horrible idea
2: you've never you've never had vix vapor rub at night and you put it in your nose so you could breathe
0: no i remember being sick as a little child and having my mom put vix vapor rub on my chest you know but never like my nose that sounds like it would burn Oh, God. Yeah, I don't think I'd enjoy that at all. That'd be bad. I feel like you're giving me poor advice.
2: I don't think I've been more disappointed in my life.
0: Oh, stick around. We still got three minutes.
2: Are you serious? You think that putting Bakes vapor rub, not Uh all the way in there, but like on the inside of your nose a little bit, you're afraid of that?
0: Well, I I don't mean afraid as in I'm you know like <laughs> like horror movie jumping through the door with a a guy's gonna force me to stick vapor rub up my nose. Not afraid of it in that way. No, uh, <laughs> I just think it wouldn't be pleasant. No, I mean, no, I've no, had Dick's vapor runs, trust me. Well, I've listen, done listen, that. Listen, I, listen, 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 listen. I've had Dick's vapor <laughs> rub shoved into all kinds of holes, and I can tell you uniformly it was a bad experience you
2: sound like a five-year-old kid no daddy I don't want to do that but anyways
0: you Listen, sir, have you ever had Vapor Rub shoved up your ass like a large glob like a, like the entire fistful like a handful just shoved up in there and smeared around if you have not then oh. sir you cannot speak to me about whether Vicks Vapor Rub is pleasant no. or not thank you so much
2: all right have have you, a a one. One. you too
0: we're gonna get you fired eventually it's gonna happen
2: um anyways Anyways. i gotta go and you know you're gonna end the show so can i plug the plug away
0: do it do your thing sir
2: like the little like the little engine that could and before i go i just want to say i love each and every one of you in the chat slide dog you always mute yourself when somebody hops on but you know what it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and listen to the homeboy 88 podcast and the rational rage network goodbye everybody and have a blessed day Bye,
0: <laughs> thanks for calling in homeboy rogers thank you all right well as always uh I want to thank the OG Army for showing up and listening to the show. Uh, I couldn't do it without you guys. I want to thank Homeboy Rogers for calling in. Uh, definitely listen to the Homeboy 88 show uh, whenever you get the chance. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow and do this all over again at 6 o'clock. Woo-wee! Won't that be fun? Uh, until then, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great fucking day. Right? Yeah, right.
2: Theme tune for the OG. Fuck the OG Fuck the OG Fuck the OG I Well E Tet yeah Fuck the OG Fuck the OG Fuck the OG OP is alpha get